Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today is going to be episode 175 of the NeuroEdge podcast. The name of today's episode is A Warning from the Metaverse. Now, this is not going to be super conspiracy episode or something like that. But what it is going to be is me talking about the metaverse and how it is going to shape the future and what we can do as humans that are going to be integrating with this and trying to still maintain our humanity while technology goes into this age of exponential explosion that we are currently experiencing. So today is going to be a warning from the metaverse about how to maintain a high level of consciousness as this technology becomes more and more integrated in our lives. And particularly as it relates to how you see the world and how you actually behave. Now it may sound far-fetched, but I am going to break this down into detail today about what to be on the lookout for. And if you're wondering where I have been, it's been a while, almost two weeks, I think, since I did my last episode. And I actually was sick last week. So I had some sort of viral infection or something. But I had a lot of time to sit around and think about this. And also, too, just because I was bedridden, so I was sleeping for a few days for most of the day. Just kind of think about these things. And also, because I was alone, you really only have technology. And I probably spent more time on technology than I should have, just because I was, when I was not sleeping, I was just bored and laying in my bed because I didn't really have the energy to do anything else. And it got me to thinking about this idea of the metaverse and how all of these algorithms on platforms that we are so intertwined with and so using of most of the time actually affect our behavior and can change our behavior. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But as always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Give my sincerest gratitude goes out. Sorry I haven't been on in a while. It's definitely good to be back and have a lot of these ideas, like I said, because I was sick last week, so I had a lot of time to think about things and come up with some ideas for stuff. So hopefully this is useful to you, and hopefully as you walk away today. The funny thing is, is I'm going to be saying this through a YouTube channel and a podcast channel, which would be considered more or less part of the metaverse because I don't, for the most part, I might not know you. You may be listening to this across the world somewhere. And so there's that dichotomy of how we can use these things as a tool to our benefit, but not let them manipulate our behavior, particularly for the worse. But as I always say, before I jump in, if you get any sort of resonance out of the content, really appreciate any of the feedback that you leave. The channel's been growing a lot lately, so I appreciate when I, everyone out there that is listening. And if you get any sort of benefit, the greatest honor that you can do me is to share it and do all that stuff that, quote unquote, support the algorithm, which we're going to be kind of bashing a little bit today, but that's all right. Now let's jump on into it. What is the warning? Well, basically the warning is the metaverse will be meant to manipulate your consciousness. And we could get real conspiratorial, but I want to evaluate this from just a simple profit-driven business model that the metaverse companies are built on. So basically, and this came from a guy that I've talked to on a recent podcast named Frank Ricotta, who's the founder and CEO of a blockchain healthcare company called Burst IQ. And he really brought this in perspective to me because he said, basically, a lot of these companies that are now on the frontiers of dominating the real estate in the metaverse world, 
a lot of these companies, their business model is to manipulate your behavior and then to monetize it. And so what they do is they, this is the inherent flaw in a lot of these systems. They make more money the more time that you spend on. They know that. Thus, they are going to give you content that is not accurate, not necessarily, not necessarily accurate, not necessarily truthful, not necessarily beneficial to you. They're going to give you content that they know will keep you coming back and keep you on the platform longer. So you have to ask yourself, whatever it is, whatever your medium of consumption is, which a lot of people have now, whether it's Facebook, Google, YouTube, blah, 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 Twitter, you know, pick your poison, whatever it is. Understand that the content, and I've been guilty of this in my own life a lot before, because what you do is you're thinking you're using these platforms to consume content that benefits your life. And you can actually do that. That's very true and very possible. And there's very well-intentioned people out there that do that. But what these algorithms are doing is they're evaluating, okay, what is it that gets this person hooked? What is it that gets this person into the ecosystem where they don't want to leave? And again, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. However, because of human nature, most often than not, it's a bad thing. So it is things that the thing it, it it's things that are hooked into our psyche that which you know health wealth relationships are the three things that kind of dominate our psyche. But these are the things that get us addicted. And so these platforms are going to show us things like this, and whether that's political issues or gossip drama or whatever it is, these algorithms are actually optimizing and working with our brain to get feedback from what content we are telling it we want to see. And it's basically creating your own rabbit hole. So each person is getting their own rabbit hole that they go down. And that could be tons of different things for tons of different people. But every single person's experience is going to be different based on the feedback that they're giving and receiving from the algorithm. And then what happens is all of a sudden, the entire world that you see, because you're spending a lot of time on these devices, now is in that rabbit hole. And most of the time, that's not a good thing. Because most of the time, that rabbit hole, however you got there, is going to be composed of things that tend towards negative emotion. Again, this is not always going to be the case, but more often than not, you're going to be left feeling empty inside because these algorithms work in a way where they are maximizing profit for the companies and the advertisers on the platform. And in order to do that, they have to make you feel that the only way to get what you want is to be on that platform and to give more money to that platform. Whether that's buying something of an advertiser, whether that's giving money to the platform itself, or whatever it is, they want you to be hooked in. And it's not necessarily a conspiracy, it's just their business model. Their business model is to manipulate your behavior. So to give you content that manipulates how you behave and now monetize that behavior. So for the most part, that means get you upset about something, whether it's a political issue, social issue, you name it. Influence your psyche so much that you think the world behaves in a certain way that exists only in your rabbit hole, the rabbit hole of no one else. Well, I'm sure a lot of other people, but your specific rabbit hole where you 
your specific content is targeted toward you. And a lot of other people will behave the same way. <clears throat> and then they're going to take that behavior and use it to make money for themselves. So understand if you, and I'm calling myself out with this as much as anybody else, if you feel anxious in your life, if you feel not good enough, if you feel disconnected, if you feel like something is just off, what I will always talk about is look at your information diet. Obviously, look at your physical diet too, but that's not what this episode is about. But look at your information diet. Look at the content that you are allowing into your perception. And then look at who is producing that content and then who is feeding you that content. So who is the producer of this? And then also who's the platform that is hosting it? And really look at what are they trying to get? They don't care about your well-being necessarily. And again, they can't because it's a corporation or it's a business. So their main goal is to make profit for their shareholders. That's not an inherently evil thing. So I'm not trying to say this is some grand conspiracy, although it may be. But that's not the point. We're just looking at this through the lens of business. They want to manipulate you in such a way that you maximize profit from them. So how does this relate to the metaverse? Well, all these things are becoming more and more a part of our life. And as they continue to do so, these algorithms are going to get better. Algorithms get better when you feed them more data. And as we continue to feed more data into these algorithms, which is increasing exponentially, they get something like every day, every day there is more data created than all of the cumulative days before that day combined. And so all this data is being created. So the algorithms are getting really, really good. They're really, really good at understanding it how to manipulate behavior. And the more that you give your power away to these algorithms and you give your behavior away, evaluate in your own life how your actual behavior in your life is changing based on what these algorithms tell you. And again, this is not always necessarily a bad thing. You can make very positive changes in your life based on things that you learn, read, educate yourself. I've done that myself. Hopefully, this podcast is doing that for you. But understand that there is a manipulation component to that. So you want to be able to take a step back in your own life and realize how is my behavior being manipulated? Because the metaverse is about manipulating behavior. The metaverse exists because there is profit in manipulating human behavior. The metaverse gets monetized and has profit and has reward for manipulating human behavior. So the next time you try to evaluate your own behavior, which hopefully is every day, maybe that's through practice of journaling, meditation, which are going to be even that much more important to do as we are kind of going into a symbiosis with these things, unfortunately, in the future. And again, my, I'm of the opinion that this is a foregone conclusion 10 years from now. Who knows what the world will look like, but we know that it's going to be some sort of form of the metaverse. And be on guard against your own behavior as to how you interact and relate with that metaverse. Because I'm going to tell you what's happening, predicting the future here right now. People are not going to see this coming. And people are going to allow their behavior to be manipulated and they're not going to And then all of a sudden, they're going to have a certain set of life experiences and choices and circumstances in their life that have come as a result of their behavior being manipulated by these algorithms and the metaverse, et cetera, et cetera. And then they're going to feel disconnected from their heart center and what their true purpose is in life 
because they had been manipulated so much by these things in order to monetize them for the profits of the companies that run them. So that is the warning. Understand that your consciousness is your consciousness is for sale. It's up for bid. And it goes to the highest bidder in the metaverse. And while we want to use the tools in the coming technological ages, we're going to we're going to see the most advancement and abundant technology the world has ever seen. The counter to that is that we have to be on guard against the consequences and the unintended consequences that's going to arise out of that. So it's not a gloom and doom thing. Each of us is a sovereign being. So you always have the option to unplug, go outside, be in nature, and remove yourself from those things. That being said, understand that being a human in the next 50 years is going to require a lot of discipline and willpower on our part to not let our behavior be manipulated and to take in information, but then see how that lines up with our discernment. And that's where our power is as humans, as everything becomes more and more integrated with the machine, the real human power is having the creativity and the discernment and the intuition that machines can't have. I'm not saying this is a war or battle between us and them, but it is a dichotomy and a paradox that we have to understand and relate to in a positive manner that also allows us to live fulfilled, abundant, exciting lives as humans. So that's all I got for today, folks. Let me know. Maybe you disagree. Maybe I'm completely full, but I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. So you can always drop a comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you next time, definitely sooner than later, as I was gone for a long time between last episode. But anyway, peace, guys.